Hey y'all, it's Sunday. Welcome to the holler. It's time for Loud and Lush. Let's see if we can't find Miss Laura and get this show started. Oh, you know I'm here. There's no getting rid of me now, I don't think. Do you realize that this is our 20th show? I know. I know. I'm so excited. I'm so, well, there's a big surprise. But still, there's 20 weeks of absolute quality that I am so very grateful to have been able to bring to everybody. Yeah, it's been an amazing time. And I think things are just going to get better. We've got lots and lots coming up this week. Oh, it has been a big old week. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Our friends over at Earthbirds, what's been going on there? Well, they uh, they announced a couple of signings <gasps> Friday. Yes. When the new music dropped, they dropped a couple of new artists. They've got signed with the label. How good are they? So who is it we've got again? Uh, Mr. Nicholas Chapman and Mr. Patrick Jordan. Might have a little listen to them a little bit later on, I think. I think that would be an awesome idea. Well, let's start off with a little bit of music from the Bagtails and Teenager. Here we go, y'all. Blue jeans and a white t-shirt Glisten from above, everybody's in love Glancing, dancing, romancing up
Now that was Sun It Shines by our friend Opolo. And oh my gosh, Laura, this one you can actually hear the the music bringing out that whole sunshiny feel that keeping the darkness at bay. I mean he's he's managed to just put that in the music itself. I love it. Yeah, and that's what we need right now, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the COVID situation. Oh, don't know about you guys, but it's not looking great for over here. So the more sunshine in a, in a song or in the world that we can get, the better, I think. There's always hope. There is always hope. Exactly. And talking about sunshine, next up we have Seasons by Spell Talking. i 
Okay, now that was John Hamilton bringing us sand in my shoes. Now, next up, um, we've got uh, another new release. We've got lots, of old, lots and lots of new releases this week. 
Um, and this is Cigarettes in the Sun by Ollie Winder. Now my heart is black, I stand all alone I'm 
Okay, now that's our buddy's Hardrick Circus bringing us no surrender. Now, I know you're probably thinking, oh, they're playing these a lot. These are all new releases. They are hitting us hard and fast, these guys, at the moment with the new releases. Um, fabulous, fabulous band. That's why we've been putting them straight up on the, the station. I mean, everybody drops New Music Friday, just popping them up as fast as everybody's dropping them down. Yeah, it's where we need to be. Get them out mm-hmm. there. Talking about getting them out there. Got next. I think it might be um, the fabulous Patrick Jordan is coming up. Um, 
you guys have, have heard us talk about Patrick before. Um, he's been on the show. He's done an interview with us previously. Um, that's still up on Spotify if anybody would like to listen to that. Um, and so Patrick is the newly signed gentleman with our good friends, Earthbirds. Um, this is one of his older songs. He's going to be releasing some really amazing music very, very soon. This is A Woman Like You. That was our good buddy Patrick Jordan with a woman like you. I cannot wait for these to to come out. And now they're looking at the fall. Is it the the fall for his EP? Yeah, yeah, Very yeah. Cool. So that will be um, a full album that's coming from Patrick. 
we have already had the pleasure to hear some of the songs that are going to be on there and you are all going to be really, really impressed with what's coming from him. Oh, absolutely blown away. Absolutely blown away. Now, up next, I think we've got one from uh, Nicholas Chapman, don't we? Yeah, um, my good buddy Nicholas Chapman. Who was also signed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, who's also signed with Earthbirds this Friday. Um, you won't have probably heard so much about Nicholas. Yes. He is such, <laughs> such a hard worker with his songs and things. And, you know, it's nice to know now that he's got somebody behind him to help him uh, along his way because what a talent he is at songwriting. And this is going to be his next release that they are aiming for the August with this one and if you could all get behind him I would just absolutely love that you're going to hear some marvellous marvellous things coming from this lad and I just can't wait for you all to hear him yep. and you said that there's a, a pre-save going on and it's released on the August 6th yes, there's pre-save going on and it's released on August 6th and this is Better Man <laughs> save myself Because I need some help Feels like I'm always in the way I hope I'll make you proud someday When I was a kid I used to dream a lot in life Choices that I've made, I hope they turn out right. I don't want to live with fear no more. I know I made mistakes, but they make you strong. An evil man, I wanna do things right, but sometimes I get scared and turn away from life. I just wanna be a better, a better, a better, a better man than me. Selfish in my life Afraid to love, not to fight I can't turn back the time But I can't change people's minds When I was a kid I used to dream a lot in life Choices that I've made, I hope they turn out right. Yeah, yeah. I don't wanna live with fear no more. I know I made mistakes. 
April, I have brought you an absolute treat this week because I know these guys are your favourites. This week I'm having a little bit of a chat with the Heavy North. Hi guys, how are you? Hi there, you Hi. okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm grand, thank you. Um, so who have I got with us today? We've got me, I'm, I'm my name's Steve, I play keyboards in the Heavy North. And uh, I'm Mark and I'm the drummer. Hello guys, and who else is in the band with you? Well, we're joined normally by uh, by Kenny Stewart, who's our frontman and singer, the the man with the voice. Um, we've also got our guitarist and also our kind of band producer, Jose Ibanez, and our bass player is Andrew Horrocks, uh, all three of which sadly couldn't be with us this evening for our chat, um, but I'm sure me and Mark will be able to uh, represent them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Self for the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. What's wrong with that? <laughs> um, so where are you guys based? Sorry. <laughs> we're, based in, uh, we're based in Liverpool, all five of us, and that's also where we, all our recordings take place through Jose Studio at Fair Planet, so all right. pretty, pretty, pretty much set up here, yeah. Fab. So Jose's got his own studio, you say? Ah, uh, yeah, it's uh, basically our base of operations, like all the stuff we've done is produced there. All yeah. rehearsals and everything. It's yeah, it should become an absolute base of operations. But that's Fair Planet Recordings he operates out of. Yeah, yeah. So he's got other people that go in there and, and use his studio as well. Ah, yeah, it's his hustle. Yeah, he's absolutely boss at it. He's the Jedi. Wow, he is, a, he is a Jedi behind the mix, with the mixing desk, really. And I think um, we're, we're very fortunate as a band. Yes. To you know have have him not only as a as a really talented guitar player, but as a, as a producer as well. And I think. That's been something which has been uh, very fortunate for, for the bands, but it's worth mentioning that um, that that Kenny and Jose have played in bands for for years, and occasionally when we're in the studio, you know, some bands are in there, and they say, "You you, you jammy boys, there, you've got a you got a studio, yeah, you know, owned by your guitar player." Kenny's the first one to say, "Oh, we were mates before you had the studio," you know what I mean? It's not, it's not <laughs> you, one of you're going to say that. Where he's taking advantage. Yeah, it's not the reason why we have him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. To be fair, Jose's the glue for the band, really. I think. Oh, that's lovely, yeah. You and saw yourself sure you <laughs> it's, it's, it's great that you've got that there. As you say, so many other bands, you know, they have to get somebody in to sort of do that thing or they have to work with somebody to be able to produce the stuff. Um, you know, so that really, really is a benefit for you guys, isn't it? It's fab. It's been amazing during yeah. the lockdown as well, to be fair, Laura, because, I mean, yeah. um, you know, a lot of stuff gets kind of frozen and put on hold but you know between restrictions and lockdowns we've been able to get in the studio and actually start recording um uh, you know a lot of our material over the past kind of 12 months and we're very fortunate as i say to have that kind of set up at our fingertips Good, in the yeah. band so how long have you guys been together it's been since um, um go ahead Steve, do you want 
I was just thinking, thinking about it actually, mate. Yeah, I think we're, we're probably it was right. it was to, towards the end of 2018. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're probably talking just uh, just over two years, um, well, two, two and a half I've... years really. It's a little bit yeah. before, like, because we we the live debut was like sort of like late 2018, but before we 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 lined that up with a double release, and then we recorded before, so we were jamming it before. Then I'd say it's coming up to about about three years, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you, you got um. So you you did some live performances before lockdown happened, which is good because a lot of bands have, that were just sort of coming out, they've never been able to get together and do some live performances, and that's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, I think we, we were very fortunate that, I mean, even though we have lost, you know, like a lot of musicians and, and bands and people who work in the industry as well, you've essentially lost, you know, we're going up to a year and a half now, almost mm-hmm. of a of a lot of the, the scene there. But I think we were fortunate to be active for about a year and a half before the lockdown. Um, mm-hmm. And I think um, even though we were gradually getting some momentum and, you know, getting some bigger shows and getting some fans along the mm-hmm. way during that time, um, I think in a weird kind of circumstance, the, 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 the pandemic has allowed people to kind of discover us in a, in a mm-hmm. different way. So we can't wait to get back out there now. And, and I think hopefully, you know, the, the past 18 months or so has shown that we've, we've developed a bit of a fan base here and hopefully all our lives are going forward is going to be a kind of leaps and bounds above what we were doing before the, the, the pandemic. Yeah, really. yeah. But it's good that you sort of got that base there. And then um, how how exactly have you um, continued to grow your fan base over lockdown then? I think something we definitely owe an, an awful lot to is the online community um, and particularly... Um, uh, a lot of the kind of contacts and other bands and supporters and promoters we met on mm-hmm. on Twitter as well. Um, it's something which I think uh, the five of us didn't really pay too much attention to when we first started out. And I think there's definitely something to be said about when the pandemic hit that a lot of people are maybe a touch more insular in the sense that they're looking at the phones a bit more, they're on laptops a bit more, and they're, they're, they're looking for uh, replacements to what would normally necessarily substitute going to gigs and going to live shows. So I think... Um, that growing that fan base, particularly online, uh, and with the benefit of having the studio, we've been able to kind of put out some videos. We did some at the very beginning of the pandemic where we were, t- we were doing recordings in our own homes uh, and kind of pulling them all together and putting stuff out there. So we were still able to put some fresh content out. But definitely, I think social media has played a massive part in it, mm-hmm. Laura. Um, and, and thanks to people like yourself in April and a lot of the people that we've met on, on, on Twitter as well who have been sharing the music, which I think is the biggest thing we can really ask for, isn't it, Mark? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think something else just to add on to what you're saying, something I was surprised about, because I, w- I wasn't sure about it first, but I think the physical releases have helped us a little bit, like the, the EP we put out, or like the tail end of last year, and then obviously build it, like that's gave us the confidence to go ahead with, with this next release. Mm-hmm. I've been surprised by the response to that, like, and how many people were interested, like that, I, I didn't expect a physical release to get us like, a little bit more exposure the way it did, so that's, I think that's helped us on the back of all the online community and all the help from that scene. Yeah, yeah. And who deals with all that for you? Because I know that, like, as an independent band, it's really, really hard work um, to self-promote. Um, it's so- all steak. It's all <laughs> steak completely. It's, I was going to say this before when you were saying about, like, I, Ho- Jose is, like, when you said, like, Jose is the glue for the band. I, I think Steve, you sell yourself short there because he literally all the admin, all the social media, all the promotion, everything, it's all him. And this band would fall apart if he didn't do it. Yeah. I do appreciate that, mate. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, but I, I do probably do a lot of the the admin stuff. And truth is, Lord, a lot of that's because I'm I'm hopeless when I get into the studio. 
Uh, I mean, we're, we're very fortunate. Jose, being the main producer in the bands, Kenny um, is uh, between Kenny and Jose as as the main songwriters, okay. really. But I think we, we're very fortunate that as an independent band, we all bring something to the table. Uh, and and Mark uh, himself, as well as being being a drummer, is also a producer. Um, <laughs> so Mark's kind of technical skills um, complements Jose's um, studio and the production side of it. And he's um, mega creative with us as well. He's, he's he's responsible for a lot of the kind of video content. We, we, we can okay. put out as well so, um, and yes Kenny and Jose with the songwriting so we're very fortunate that, that as a five piece we've kind of all got a, our, our strengths that we try to play to and I think that the best thing I can try and bring to the table is just to try and administer our kind of social media and, and do some of the same as Mark says the band's admin yeah. as best as we possibly can and I think it, it kind of keeps us all motivated and keeps us going as well the fact that we can <laughs> you know with the we can case each other basically and say, "Yeah, oh, well, where are you up to with that, or why haven't you done that yet?" And you know, we it's it's all for the benefit of the heavy yeah, north. Yeah, really. definitely. So, what would you say to people um, in the way of self promotion that are just starting out? What do you think your the, the the advice that you can give them into trying to get themselves out there? Because I know that you know a lot of people spend a lot of time sending emails out to all the radio stations that they can possibly find and things like that. Is that a good way to do it? Is it a bad way to do it? What are your thoughts? I think it's one way to do it but i think i think the biggest thing is just besides besides all the obvious stuff like contacting people and trying to reach out it's just consistency and continuously putting stuff out so i think like most of what we've been doing is kind of we've just been like even if it's just like a little rehearsal video or something it's just putting stuff out on social media constantly and just getting the scene so i think yeah. just consistent because lo- loads of people they put they put like a track house and uh, like they build up to the reason say oh a track's coming out in a week the track comes out and then they never post about it again yeah and it's just well, like even that, yeah you, you you're right mate i think um i think something which uh, which i try and adapt for the for the heavy north as well is just being kind of open and honest and, and transparent with stuff as well because as an independent band what we've just said then laura about you know we all have to chip in and do our own our own bits i mean even with that va- that final release which our kind of debut ep that we put out last year there's only four tracks on a vinyl ep yeah it's it's very common that we're, between the five of us, we're the ones nipping to the post office to send them out, whether it's abroad or whether it's in the UK and stuff like that. And I think the advice I can I can pass on to to, to artists who are trying to get their name out there as well is essentially just be be, be grateful for the support that mm-hmm. you get. Don't necessarily yeah. don't get don't be don't be put in a position where you start thinking, oh well, that's glad that that's I'm not that interested in that because they've only got so many followers, or you know, I'm not going to engage with this person on, on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, or you know, I'm not going to respond to an email off. Someone. I think the idea is if anyone's interested in what you're doing, I think be humble, be respectful, and and, and do what you can. And, and I think that's um, that's something which I've tried to adapt for the band. And I think it, ultimately people see through things as well. You know, we 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 could have um, we could have snubbed a lot of stuff and thought, you know, we're not going to get involved in this listening party on Twitter, or we're not going to, you know, get involved in in in, in interviews mm-hmm. and you know stuff like that. But ultimately, if people are interested in what you're doing, the biggest compliment you can pay is is, is be respectful and and be uh and be encouraging for that type of thing. And I think, I, I think that's one of the compliments we can get as a band is that you know the the presence or the the voice, if you like, that we have on social media. It is kind of reflective of what we're like offline as well. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to sound too big headed with that but there's no point in, in in you trying to build up an image like we, we've got a, a, a production crew behind us and we've got management and we've got a label doing all our stuff for us because that's simply yeah. not the case and i think ultimately if you if you if you be true to yourself and start recording and putting out stuff um and you're kind of supporting the people who are supporting you 
you know, share. Mm-hmm. We're, 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 we're very, um, we're very keen to be sharing other music as well and sharing other bands and and anything that we're into as well. So it's a it's a case of of basically don't get too big for your boots, um, because I think you know we we I think we we've all got experience with musicians who may think they're on another planet or they may think they're that they're somewhat bigger than they are but i think it's just the biggest thing about being humble and and, yes. and respecting the people who are supporting you exactly and talking about um supporting other artists i think you've brought a couple of tunes for us haven't you yeah it's always a bit of a tricky one this we've um <laughs> we, we, we are grateful for um for you know be, being able to network and, and be friends with, with a lot of other bands and artists as well and we hope we don't we're not being too biased by by kind of bringing a couple of tunes uh to your show which uh are mainly kind of northwest bands or, or and you know a fair few liverpool bands as well but yeah between me and the lads and, and, and me and mark have picked a couple ourselves here yeah um, we, we've got put a fit for you who are you going to start with do you want me to go first mark i don't mind do you want to do i take in turns i've got i've got a couple and you've got a few haven't you <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tell you what, I, I'll the, the first tune I'll, I'll introduce here, Laura. It's um, it's a it is a Liverpool band. Um, mm-hmm. so I was like, sorry for for a bit of bias here, but this is a band we've only really come across over the past kind of six months and maybe a bit longer, maybe six six or twelve months from the lockdown. And they're very much uh, I probably describe them as a kind of garage surf mm-hmm. rock band. Um, and say that the couple of lads from Liverpool and their band name is called Mondo Trasho. Okay. Uh, and, and this particular tune was one of the first ones we heard by them, and it's called Bad Seed. Uh, the band have released a couple of EPs, and um, it's right up our street, so it's definitely worth checking out. Okay, let's have a listen.
Right then, so who was that one? So I'll um I'll step out of Liverpool for a little bit with, with this one. This and this is always we go to because I love the I love these guys when we played with them. Um, we shared a stage in Blackpool a couple of years ago, and they're from from Scotland, and they do this uh they do this really cool kind of like home confused kind of rock thing, and we we just haven't played with another band like that. It always sticks in my memory. But they're a band called Shred from Glasgow, okay. and uh, they've got a recent track called Flight of Stairs. Yeah, how do you know them guys then? Sorry. Uh, we played um, a couple of years ago. We shared a stage in Blackpool, basically. I, th- um, I think it was one where, I remember who we were meant to support, but there was a big switch around with the with the, um, with the the lineup. We ended up playing with them, and it was a dead late um, dead late stage time as well. It was just a boss night. Um, yeah. yeah. Good times, eh? Good times yeah. being on the stage. <laughs> so we've talked sort of a bit about the positives and stuff of um, social media. And this is a question that I've never asked any of the bands before. And I just think, because you guys have sort of got it down and, and are, are great at it, um, how do you deal with negativity? Because there's just been so much negativity, you know, like after the football and things and um, sort of all the racist stuff that's been going on. I just, I know that you guys also deal with negativity from people. And I just thought, how do you guys deal with that? I think when it comes to social media, it's it's always a bit of a, a kind of uh, pros and cons, isn't it, really, Laura? And I think obviously mm-hmm. the, the the situation we've had there with the with the Euros and particularly the kind of the trolling and the the ongoing kind of racism, um, which can be associated with social media. I think um, the worst thing you can do is, if, if this is only my opinion, really, I can't necessarily mm-hmm. speak on behalf of the lads, but I think there is an onus on the. Uh, the social media channels to actually implement something which can police and stop the extreme um, negative side of social media. Mm-hmm. But, the, but I do believe if you are in a position as an artist and you may get a bit of criticism, I, I believe in those kind of circumstances, the worst thing you can do in it is ignore it. I actually don't mind addressing mm-hmm. and potentially discussing, but as long as it's a tit for tat thing. So if we are in a where we get a bit of a negative comment about the heavy north or someone's not really into what we're doing. We certainly completely with our rights to ignore that, move on and focus on the positive side of it. Occasionally we might just say you're completely entitled to the opinion. Something particularly like music and a lot of the art it stuff is. is completely subjective. People aren't into it. People aren't into it, they're not into it. And I think, yeah, I think by addressing and maybe and you know, kind of saying everyone the rights to put their opinion on, on something which is so subjective. Um, that that's how I would personally handle stuff as well when it comes to, to the heavy north and our feedback, if you like, from um, mm-hmm. people online. I just think it, you know, it's a good thing to sort of discuss um, <laughs> because it isn't discussed enough. No, uh, you're right. You're right. Um, I think we have been quite fortunate that we 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 haven't come into too much uh, negativity online, um, and I think we, we we're in a fortunate position where. We also have got this fan base as well, so I think there's there's also it's it's one thing for us to kind of defend ourselves or or put an arguments or, or or put replies up there as well. But a lot of the time, we've also got supporters and followers as well who will do that on our behalf. Yeah. Um, but I think something which is quite fortunate for us, we're we're not that outspoken in yeah. in certain areas as well. Um, I do think there's a lot of toxic elements. Of social media um mm-hmm. but fortunately we haven't we haven't been subject to an awful lot of that but obviously it is out there and i think our recent experiences here as a country as well 
um, in regards to the Euro stuff. And, you know, I'm not just talking about racism as well. You're talking about yeah. all sorts of homophobic mm. stuff. Um, you know, a, a lot of that stuff, I think there is an onus on the platforms now to actually do something about that. Um, yeah. and, and obviously, I just want to clarify as well on behalf of the Heavy North, and by no by no means saying it's on it's on a level playing field that someone says we're not into our sounds to someone being racist or homophobic mm. or abusive online. It's it's a, they're completely di- di- different categories. But I think your own conduct and how you can reply yeah. and handle that exactly. um, it, it's the same principle. Yeah, and 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 that's what it's about, isn't it? It's about handling yourself in a correct way and uh, to deal with it. Yeah, um, that's it. Yeah, I just want is a little bit of advice, you know, for all those other people that are out there and 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 may one day come across that, and 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 I think it's great to hear from from bands that have got a bit, you know, a bit bit more um, time in there, um, yeah. and see how how they handle things, which is great. Thanks. Say, like I, I, I had to say, listen to Steve there because that was spot on. You know, like, I was actually thinking like I was chiming in, but he's just absolutely nailing it on the head. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. absolutely, 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 what Steve says, one hundred percent. Yeah, and see, it was absolute fabulous answer, and exactly what I would have said too. Yeah. Um. So we've talked about um the lyrics and things, and um I don't suppose really that I've got um the best person here to answer this question. But <laughs> when I was sorry, it's quite all right, you know. You've had my dogs back. <laughs> oh, is that is that silly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the newest single, no good, which is absolutely storming it, isn't it? You know what the response has been, Boss Lauder. We couldn't really have asked for more. I mean, we we did release our first single uh, back in April, the first single of the year, which is the first track taken off our debut album. Um, yeah. And that was Darkness in Your Eyes. And that, yeah. I mean, the response to that was incredible. That was probably shot up to be one of our most kind of streams and listened to tracks. And it's it's a quite, quite an upbeat tune. So when we got lined up to release No Goods, we kind of thought it's a bit more of a moodier track. We weren't too sure how necessarily it would go down. I was, um, I was quite but, nervous yeah, about that one, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I think it, 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 it kind of the grain a little bit from what the mm. what our kind of fans would expect from the heavy north there wasn't necessarily kenny screaming down the microphone as a, as a vocalist there wasn't that really kind of marks driving beat there it was a little bit more i say moody it's probably the best yeah, way to, yeah. to describe it's that definitely a good um, way to describe it yeah but i think um a big thing about this release was we were complimented by this um music video that we've um that that um, was kindly put together by um, a Liverpool actor called Bobby Schofields um, and also a videographer, a mate of ours called Dan Hewitson. So we actually left them two to, to, to kind of okay. get on with it. And they came back with this video, which really encompasses the kind of feel of a tune. And it just worked out really good time. And really, it wasn't even planned that that Bobby himself, he kind of wrote and directed the, the, the video. He popped up on BBC One in a, in a, a the show called Time um, alongside Stephen Graham and Sean wow. Bean. So that actually kind of, coincided with the, with the time of the release so I think the, the release of No Goods being bossed the response has been fantastic for it and I think we do owe a lot to it down to, um, to, to, to the video as well but yeah, yeah we're absolutely made up with it and as, as it's a second tune off our, our debut album um, it did offer a little bit something different compared to our, our kind of normal sound yeah it is an absolutely fabulous tune and because I was going to ask you sort of about like the lyrics within this song um and you know a little bit more insight into the lyrics of the song because I know that as a listener, 
we all make our own interpretations of a song. We've we've talked that a lot about that and about how um you know you give a song to ten people and every one of them would come back with a different um perspective of what that song means to them. Mm. Um and I just wanted to sort of know the real meaning behind it. <laughs> I think I'll let Mark take this one. Yeah, go on. So uh, you may have to jump in. I know a bit about it, uh, but it's basically about the stages of a, uh, the breakdown of a relationship. Um, mm-hmm. So the stages in seeing the signs of it wearing down, and then that feeling when the person who you invested in kind of like makes you feel feel the lowest you can low, uh, mm-hmm. sorry, the lowest you can, while they're yeah. sort of re- relatively like relishing in it in a, in a way, or like or moving on to something else while not giving much thought to what they've left you in. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but Steve, anything you want to add there? Have I got that right, or is the drummer made a Mate, mistake? Yeah, I, I, I don't think <laughs> we, we could say much more. You know, unless uh, unless Kenny's, um, if Kenny was on the call, he might be able to weigh in with a few other things. But yeah, that's exactly what I took away from it, mate. It, it, it kind of the the lyrics of that particular tune kind of follow the uh, the the ups and downs afterwards, which um, with it being a moody track, a lot of it is kind of down, but. What we wanted to try and capture with that as well, and what I think Ken does fantastically with the lyrics, and what Bobby and Dan did with the video, was the fact that it's it starts off as being a bit of a downer, but then it's a kind of well, at the end of it, I kind of hope someone else makes you feel how I feel as yeah, well. Yeah. So, so the way that the lyrics kind of evolve throughout that track, it starts off by saying, "I I feel low, um, you've made me feel low," and then the rest of it, it, it almost becomes. I think bit is a bit of a harsh word towards it, but it's the idea of of a resentment towards that mm-hmm. as well. So you're kind of saying, yes, we've had it um, where our our relationship is deteriorating. We're now separating, but also so it's almost, you've made me feel like yeah. I was gonna say it's almost it's almost like a way it, how it can that toxicity can affect people as well. It's like this person's mm-hmm. now a left state where they're gonna pass that on to someone else. That kind of like yes. toxic being there, they you know, I mean, it leaves them in a state where maybe they're not. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. the, the most positive in a relationship, but it just it's just a vicious cycle carrying on from one relationship to another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's great, that Marco. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I can I can see that. I can definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, I like to get into <laughs> I like to get into the lyrics of things because as, as I say, I, I, you know, um, main songs. I, I I know that once I've listened to a song and I can feel it and 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 I think yeah this is about this 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 and then when you ask somebody else they'll go oh well actually I thought it was more like this and you're like oh you know I think you, you, you nailed it before though when you said about people's interpretations of of yeah. tracks and, and and lyrics as well. And I think, um, yeah, even some of our more upbeat and faster songs, some of them have got kind of uh, undertones of, of of kind of moodiness as well. But sometimes I can get masked by the kind of the the, the drive and the feel of the music yeah, behind yeah. it as well. So I think um, hopefully this year with these two singles that we put out so far, it kind of shows a little bit of a kind of a, a, a mix of the sound of the Heavy yeah. North, really. Yeah, fabulous. Um, so you've brought us a couple more songs. So what's up next? Yeah, up next. Um, unfortunately, you know, without being biased, it's another Liverpool band. But these guys are, uh, are um, have been a bit of an influence on us as well. They've been around the Liverpool scene for a good few years now, um, but they're absolutely fantastic. So this is a band called The Cubicle, uh, and this tune that we picked is called Like Me, um, and it's absolutely fantastic. If you're into the sounds of kind of Captain Beefheart and the Magic Bands and a bit of Garage, uh, The Cubicle are local experts at that. So. Uh, yeah, this one is Like Me by The Cubicle. Let's have a listen. Like me, 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 like me,
And who was that one then, guys? That was um, another Liverpool band called Silent K. Now, some listeners might not be uh, too familiar with these guys, but they're absolutely boss. Um, and that tune was called Work, Work. Uh, it was released last year during the lockdown. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was Silent K. Big fans. Fabulous. And that's why we do this part of the show, because you guys always bring somebody that a lot of us haven't heard of. mm and, you know, I can troll all I like because I spend hours and hours trolling for, for new stuff for my show, you know, and I'll maybe get one or two every week that people haven't heard. Whereas you guys, you know, you're right in there and, you know, all the people are, um, and and it's brilliant to hear new stuff. And that's what the show is all about. And so, you know, anybody that you can send my way, please do, because um, oh, that's what it's all about. Yeah, and I think it goes back to what we said earlier, Lord, about the kind of advice for, for other artists as well. Um, it's a case of kind of if, you, if you're into something, share it and tell them as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think some of the biggest compliments we get is off other bands or people that we, or bands that we don't even know who have been kind of listened to us or come across us. Um, and, and yeah, I think that's definitely a bit of advice is, yeah, share other people's music as much yeah. as you can because more times than not, they'll do the same for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, the perfect way of doing it, isn't it? Because you know, you think about all your followers, and you share one thing, and and, and hopefully the majority of them will see that. And then if they do, you know, they'll have another load of followers that don't follow you, and it, it just keeps going, doesn't it? And and that's how you build your fan base, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Sorry, hang on. I was just going to say then. Like, I think as well, it just promotes a, a better scene as well, doesn't it? Like, oh, there's yeah. too, like sometimes there's too much of like everyone. Being out for themselves, stuff like that. If everyone's just like, we're all part of the same music scene, aren't we? So it's yeah. champion each other and promote each other, and it comes back to you, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you never have thought that this weekend, you know, I met up with another 10 people from Twitter that I have never met <laughs> <laughs> um, this weekend. And you know, we've only ever spoken on Twitter and 11 of us got together having never met and it, what a fantastic weekend that we had. We were supposed to be going to see the rifles. Unfortunately, that got cancelled and we were all like, do you know what, we're still going to do this because it was about meeting each other um, and, and meeting the people that, you know, you, you've spoken to for, God, I don't know, the past eight months, nine months. Yeah, um, yeah. Almost, you know, on a daily basis, having a bit of banter and whatever, you're sharing all our music and everything. And it was just amazing to get together and it was like we'd all known each other forever it wasn't like just the first time you'd met somebody do you know what I mean it was just like it was absolutely brilliant so 
once this music scene's back up and running, I think that Twitter and Instagram, I'm not so much of a Facebook fan for music, but uh, yeah. I, don't, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think that <laughs> up some point, we're all going to be, there's going to be like hundreds of us together. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? At some big gig. And it's going to be I think, absolutely I think- amazing. I think that's incredible, the fact that you, you, you've met up recently, but also it's going to be something which is there for the longer term, as you say, Laura, as, as gigs and, and festivals start opening up more. It's going to be something where people are coming together and ultimately you've got uh, you've got things in common, you've got artists and music in common. Yeah. And I think particularly, particularly the Twitter stuff for, for, for the Heavy North has been absolutely amazing. I mean, it was only a couple of weeks ago we've had two separate tweets off, uh, off Robert yeah. Carlyle which is just incredible. I mean, he, he's become somewhat of a bit of a pop picker with some up-and-coming yeah, music. Yeah, really has. I mean, us. I've had... We were blown away by him. Yeah. I've had, tweet, I've had a tweet off him. I asked him for some recommendations and he tweeted me back and, you know, we're like, oh, my God! <laughs> 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 and then, um, yeah, and, you know, I get tagged in stuff with him all the time now and I'm just like, what is this madness? Like... Considering it, it would say 12, 12 months ago, and um, I've got to give a shout out to our, our mate Dan Potter here because yeah. he was actually the first one who, who got in touch with us and said, um, I'm doing a listening party on on, uh, on Twitter, lads. It's something called DP Happy Hour. And I, I remember I said to Mark and the lads the other day, we were in the studio, and I said, you know, we're, we're talking over a year now when um, when I, I said to the lads, yeah, we got some message on Twitter off this lad. He's talking about doing like a listening party. He wants to play one of our one of our tunes. I don't think any of the fivers, we didn't know what what the platform yeah. was, what what, what the, the kind of format of this kind of show was. But um, since then, between Dan Potter and the In Your Ears community yeah. and yourselves from the Holler, there's was, been so much support and shares yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It's been absolutely boss. Um, so, yeah, I think that, that that's definitely... Um, I think that outweighs the kind of toxic side of social media that we discussed before. Okay. You know what I mean? I think there's, a, there's so much more positive that can that can come come from the from, from social media. There absolutely is. I mean, that's you know, I got onto Twitter. I mean, it was only um, September time that I went onto Twitter, and and it was to support a friend of mine, Andy from Feed Your Wolves, basically with his with his uh, independent music. And of course, they got talking to more and more people and me and um andy started our little hit it 1000 playlist and we never in a million years expected that to kick off like it did i think um, that that, that, at that grassroots level i think seeing something grow and blossom like that has been um must be amazing and i think it's something which we're very fortunate to have benefited from over the past Mm. it was crazy i mean you know, you think it ran for 10 weeks and, you know, it ended because it was a hell of a lot of work. It wasn't mm. just people sending us music. We were trawling for, to find, you know, some some good tunes and stuff uh, and to get on because the more popular it got, the more pressure it got on us to find good stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's like, That's ah, it, yeah. Oh. And, and, and ultimately, you, you shouldn't feel pressures uh, in, in those kind of positions. And I completely understand, understand what that's like because, I mean, I know Mark said before, I do a lot of social media, but there are times when, you know, I'm 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 in work, or I'm walking my dog, or I'm with my girlfriend, and my phone's buzzing, and it's going off its head, and I, I feel pressured, or feel like I need to be replying to this, I need to be sharing this, but ultimately, it's such a, a great platform for stuff, but it's about knowing those yeah. boundaries, isn't it, as well, and, and making sure it doesn't impact yeah. your own kind of mental health and your own kind of personal life and and, and your commitments exactly. as well. And you know, so I mean, we, we ran it for ten weeks, and we had we helped to get eighty four people past that 1000 point which it's was incredible. Pff, unreal especially when 
some of the songs had been on like 2,000 streams for nearly two years, uh, sorry, 200 streams for nearly two years. And now they're on like nearly 3,000, which is just... And that's such a massive stepping stone for for, for artists as well. Um, and I mean, yeah, even for us now, we're looking at, at stuff and going, we, we've just put no good out two, three weeks ago. And our little Spotify apps tell us it's on over 100 playlists already. Yeah. And, and we're, we're absolutely blown away by that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so what else have you brought for us then? Right, shall, I, uh, shall I take this one, Steve? Yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah. Right, so I've... Uh... So I've got a uh, another Liverpool artist actually. So this is um, someone we play with. I think we played the it was the MS Arena for the Liverpool Digital Music Festival, and she was on there as well. But it's Amy Stephen, she okay. has this really cool kind of like garagey, garagey indie rock, dreamy sort of vibe going on. And it's a track called "Don't Forget It." I just love the production on it and the song as well. But the the drums have this cool kind of blown out, saturated sound, and there's this cool kind of like punchy guitar, but it's like got this wall of sound going on. It's just a very satisfying mix to listen to. But it's uh, it's uh, Amy Stephen and a song called "Don't Forget It." Let's have a listen.
And who was that one, guys? That song was um, it was Out of Sight by Michael Robert Murphy, uh, who's a songwriter and he's also been a big supporter of uh, of the Heavy North since we started out. He's helped us with with a few bits and bobs behind the scenes as well. But Mike's actually got um, a, a new vinyl EP out now, which is Double A Sides. And that was co-produced with James Skelly from the Coral at uh, Par Street Studios in Liverpool. So that was Michael Robert Murphy. Um, so it's definitely worth checking out some of the, the, his, his new stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure everybody's going to be heading over to see all these guys. Um, so what is coming up for you guys next? I think the, the biggest thing is the return of live gigs. I think we've got the calendar starting to fill up quite a bit. Like We've got our first gig end of july uh we're just we're, we're on the side we're still working towards finishing the album but mm-hmm. now these now these dates are creeping up we're all starting to think oh we need to get we need to get polished again and we actually had our first rehearsal the other night which is also the fir- also the first ever run through of the new album material because we've we've obviously been tracking them uh rather than rehearsing them like so much so i think yeah. gearing up for the return of live music is the next big thing isn't it yeah i think what what, what you said then mark and what we, what we spoke about the other day um we said earlier, Lord, about how much we're grateful for having a studio. Um, but yeah. despite us having Jose's uh, great talent as a guitarist and a producer, we've essentially spent most of lockdown recording music. So in a, in a nutshell, we're not actually rehearsing the songs together. So the five of us haven't actually picked up our, our instruments and been in the same room since last yeah. August. Um, and that was when we, we were rehearsing for um, a kind of special streamed gig that we did at the, the arena in Liverpool. Um, and that was our last kind of live performance that we did. So this week was the first time the five of us actually got together. And we had to kind of relearn some of the tunes that we've each taken our turns in recording over the past couple of weeks and months. Um, but yeah, as Mark says, for live music return. And we've accidentally kind of gone in at the deep end with we've got three shows on our first kind of day back, which is the <laughs> Saturday the 30th of July. Yeah, three, three gonna, shows in one day. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a bit hectic, that one. I mean, it, it wasn't intentional at first. Essentially, we've got three shows, one of which is at, um, uh, um, it's like an unplugged gig that we're playing at a, a record sh- store called Collect and Survive, which okay. is um, just in North Liverpool. And it's in an area called Waterloo, where we're actually playing a kind of outdoor stage at a festival uh, just on the front here. So it's it's about a stone's throw from the River Mersey. So we're playing a little sh- show in the record shop, and then we're playing on an outdoor stage at a, at a festival called the Waterloo Festival. And then immediately after coming off stage there, we've got to shoot across the Mersey to play on the Whittle at a place called Future Yard. Right. Um, and that's for the event called Festival. So we're kind of back-to-back in one day, and it wasn't intentional. Yeah. It just happens that a couple of the shows have been pushed back and particularly festival was supposed to take place on the 3rd of July and the most convenient date happened to be the 31st of, uh, of, of July now so three dates sorry three shows in one day is uh, probably going to knack us all out but that, I love that, it I can't get rip, rip, rip the band-aid off again, like. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. it. Goes straight back in there with three live shows. And it's also worth mentioning, Laura, that later this year, we've actually got a couple of our first kind of proper out-of-town gigs, really. So we're playing London for the first time. Wow. Um, and, and that's on the 11th of November, um, which is our, our, our kind of first ever show um, that far away from our hometown of Liverpool, really. And we're fortunate enough to play a couple of shows in Birmingham uh, and Manchester as well in October. So we're looking forward to getting back out there. And as Mark mentioned before, the main thing for the Heavy North at the moment is, is put the finishing touches on our debut album, which we yeah. hope, all being well, will be ready in January in 2022. Fabulous. Absolutely something to look forward to there. 
for everyone. Now, it's that time where we always like to get a little bit silly. <laughs> now, my yeah. friend Paula will absolutely kill me if I don't ask you this question because she was here over the weekend and she kept on asking everybody this and she said, please, 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 will you ask <laughs> Heavy North this question? And I just started laughing and I said, do you know what, Paula, just for you, I am going to ask the lads from the Heavy North this question. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I'm excited, I'm excited now. <laughs> the build-up's great. <sighs> so, would you rather have a really small thumb or a really big toe? Big, big or a really big big, big toe? <laughs> Gotta be big toe. Big toe. I won't be able to. If I had all drumsticks is all in the thumb. Oh, not the thumb necessarily, but like, yeah, if I had a bit, I wouldn't be able to play drums. I, I can handle a kick drum pedal with a big toe. I, in fact, it'll probably help. I think you, yeah. you, you've, you've got two guests on the show here, Laura, who. Um, who would probably both offer the big toe option. I can't necessarily say it'd be the same for Kenny or the other lads in the band. This is what's um, going to divide the bands. I think if this Kenny was here, um, he'd probably be saying he'd, saying he'd, he'd, he'd prefer a big thumb. Um, but I, I can't really go into it's detail of why he'd say that, really. small thumb or a big, big Oh, sorry, thumb. it was a small thumb, wasn't it? It was a small, small thumb. thumb. Sorry. sorry, of course. Well, I, I, I reckon it will still be the big toe. I'm particularly because I'm the keyboard player in the bands, I think mm -hmm. I'd be knackered with a small thumb. Uh, I've already got little fat sausage fingers anyway, so I think um, <laughs> I think I think a small thumb would, would push me in the wrong direction, really. So, yeah, big toe. And particularly for me and Mark and the bands, because we, we all our performances were, were sat down, yeah. I, I, you know, I had a drum kit and I'm at my keyboards, no one's going to see the big toe. That'll could you really get away with could that. Could you play guitar with a small thumb, though? I don't think you could really, could you? I, no, I, you're right. Depending on how, which hand is it? Oh, <laughs> I, 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 no, I think it's both hands. Oh, is it both? Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that does change things uh, a bit. I reckon you could. <laughs> I reckon you could because, right, on your fretting hands, it's it's on the back anyway, so you just need something for purchase. Yeah, and then on, on, your, on your other hand. There, I know that you need to put it, pop it over. <laughs> you adapt. You, you adapt. You adapt. You improvise. You overcome. <laughs> and you can do that when you're playing the drums and the keyboard as well then <laughs> it's a good point that and um, big thanks out to Paula there for the uh, for the support for that the unusual question <laughs> honestly she always comes up trumps with good questions she really does um, oh 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 good one good one if you could have any superhero power what would it be and why be able to play drums <laughs> I, don't uh, I, mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. Blight. Oh, that's a bit of a cop out, that Mark. Uh, is, that, is, that, is, everyone, is everyone go for that? No, what? you know, I, I, I've got to say, I've, I, during lockdown, it was the first time I've actually watched a lot all the Marvel films together. So I've got yeah. plenty of things to choose from for me. Um, I You've just don't. One. You've got to pick yeah. one. That's the thing. Mm. <sighs> I'd, pro I'd probably say the kind of superhero qualities of Ant-Man, as in Paul Rudd and the Avengers, because, you We're know... back into the small toe, big, big, uh, big thumb thing now. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I don't want small thumbs, but I'd like to be tiny. Because you're just proportionate. <laughs> yeah. No, I what? think... Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I reckon if you if you were Ant Man, you can get you can get get away with murder there. Um, and I'd probably wind up the lads if I could shrink myself down to to be ant size. I climb into Jose's mixing desk and I cause <laughs> murder in the studio. Why would you do that? Because <laughs> he can. <laughs> I I'm trying to think of one of the I'm trying to think of all the Marvel comics where it's like where the, where it's like the most useless superpower just because I think it'll be funny. Um. <laughs> Just because I could be that guy that says, yeah, I can, I don't know, turn everything, anything into a vegetable. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just, just say, why? Just because I can. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm sticking firm uh, with Ant-Man. Cool. Uh, can I have Tony Stark's money? Oh, yeah, that's, it. that's his power. That's his power. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is, isn't it, really? Yeah. What would be yours, Laura? <sighs> um, well, at the weekend, we played a game. And um, I was Captain Marvel, so I think I'll just be Captain Marvel. Captain America? No, no, Marvel. She's the, she's the lady. Oh, of course. Lady. Sorry. Sorry. Godsey, sorry, you said you sorry. watched Marvel. <laughs> yeah, that's a little gone in, to be fair. I think I need to do a video. Well, actually, see, Captain Marvel is different to Captain America. <laughs> we weren't allowed to, we did a game where we weren't allowed to call each other. Unfortunately, I was driving, so I was I was not allowed to um be in this competition. Um where we all had to pick a name and um if for, for a full hour, if we called each other by our normal names and not our Marvel names, you had to take a shot. <laughs> Yeah, there was, <laughs> it was dangerous. It was, and then I've called because I was driving. I had to nominate somebody to do mine, so I just called everybody by their own names. Oh, <laughs> whoever you nominated ends up uh, wrecked at the end of the night. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it was good fun. And we, if you, if you'd have seen us on Instagram, we actually changed our names. Um, sorry, not on Instagram, on Twitter, we actually changed changed our names to. Captain Marvel and and all that kind of palaver. It's quite. It was a good laugh. Oh, I'll, I'll have to check that out. <laughs> I think yeah. probably most of us are back to normal now. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it was good fun for a few hours. <laughs> yeah, I've just googled worst superpowers, and I'm having this one. Arm fall off, boy. Detachable arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yep. that, yeah, I'm sure that's great for a drummer. <laughs> exactly double win it's just totally pointless my arms I'll just swap them uh, I'm so tired after playing three gigs uh, swap my arms hang, hang my arms up for a bit <laughs> okay this is a good one this is a good one as well I've picked some good ones this week if you could choose any song to play every time you walked in a room for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oof. Uh, it's a difficult one. That I've got some. Uh, I've, I've had some things come to my mind already there, but they sound a bit cheesy. So I don't. I don't know if I like it. <laughs> um, I was gonna say I quite like the idea of walking into a room and hearing that kind of was it. Frasier had a kind of like a slap bass, kind of like a little uh, the theme tune to Fra- was a Frasier. Trying to, trying to remember it now, but it was like a kind of a slap bass little kind of melody. But if it wasn't that, it would probably have to be uh, probably one of my favourite like 
a wrestling entrance music <laughs> of some sort. A bit like a, it was like a Stone Cold Steve Austin one, which starts with like a like a smash of a bottle. Yeah, I think that would certainly wake people up every time you walk in a room. You hear a smash of a bottle and a bit of screaming guitar over it. Um, but yeah, that 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 sounds a bit cheesy. That <laughs> might have to edit that out. Laura. <laughs> no, no, leave it in. April always leaves the stuff in. I'll have the breakdown to any fit for an autopsy song. <laughs> fit for an autopsy? Fit for an autopsy. You should listen to it, you'll like them. <laughs> Goodness me. I know, yeah. Well, it is Frasier that I'm thinking about. Um, Come on, how's it go? <laughs> I can't even. It, it's, it's an instrumental, but it, it, it's a kind of like a funky slap bass kind of sounds, and it it would certainly make people's ears perk up when you walked in a room. Um, <laughs> or you know, at the risk of sounding too cheesy, there's a, a an old sixties song called uh, "When You Walk in the Room" by the Searchers, yeah. uh, and that's quite a catchy one as well. But caught us off guard there, Laura. <laughs> I feel quite embarrassed about this, but I think. Uh, I think Stone Cold Steve Austin's entrance music is my favourite one. Or John Cena's entrance music as well, which is equally good as well. All the wrestling. All the wrestling. Yeah, yeah um. definitely. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, they haven't written mine yet because they haven't written one where she, it says she's winging it. So I'll have to write my own <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's me in life. Oh, she's winging it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, probably like walk in the room and it'll be like, oh, she's winging it, and I'll probably follow my face or something. <laughs> I like that's that how she rolls. <laughs> Honestly, that's just my life. How I've got where I am, I have no idea. I'm just winging it. That's what I say. No one knows. No one's got a plan. No, no one knows. Everyone's just winging it and acting like yeah. it's a plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I meant to do that. <laughs> I meant to have a radio show talking to all you guys. Like, that was my plan a year ago. <laughs> I think it's been past order. You're not winging it at all. I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, it's all in my plans. <laughs> oh. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for coming and speaking to me because we have been gobbing for over an hour now. That's been boss, Laura. Thanks for having us. You're absolutely welcome. And you know where we are. If we get anything coming out, please send it our way and we'll we'll get it played for you and everything. Um, and we'd like to leave you guys with one of your songs. So which one are you going to pick for us? Ooh, a bit tricky. Mark. Do you want to take this Shall one? We, oh, yeah, all right. We, we didn't prefer, we? Should we go for... Do we go for the latest one or do we go for the bouncy or beat one? To sign off on. I think a good sign-off would be our kind of what's been referred to like the breakthrough tune for the Evie North, which was our song we released last May oh. uh, called Lion to oh, Yourself. Wildcard wild um, entry, cool. Well, I think that one was something which I think uh, resonated with a lot of people online, and I think it kind of led to us getting a bit of momentum over the past 12 months. Uh, and as I said before about the support from the Twitter community, from online radio stations, interviewers, from the holler, in your ears, all that. And I think a lot of that can stem from the fact that people picked up Lying to Yourself okay. and kind of ran with that. So I think, uh, yeah, Lying to Yourself will be our sign-off tune there. And thanks again to yourself, Laura. Thanks to April yep. and uh, all the support that you've given yeah, to nice the Heavy one North to you as all. well. Nice one. Cool. Thanks very much, guys, for talking to us. And here we go. Let's have a listen.
Try receiving unwrapped birthday presents Mess with his temperament You don't remember what you even said to him You don't remember what you even Cause she won't confess She profits from your presence and prowess Unless the wrapping paper happens to caress Something that she really, truly, really, truly likes the best Something that she truly, really, truly She's got parents tolerance Oh, up and on with bent Parents tolerant Oh, up and on with bent I don't be weird, don't be stupid, don't be strange Take your time to rearrange Get in line, take the blame Don't forget other people's names Don't forget other people's Paper, so there's paper to spare Go easy, oh go easy Or she'll have a nightmare She's got parents tolerance Oh, up and on with it Parents tolerance Shopping for your French provisions Don't expect to be forgiven When you find them to be fizzing Don't expect to be forgiven Cause you won't confess She profits from your presence and prowess Unless the wrapping paper happens to caress Something that she really, truly, really, truly likes the best Something that she truly, really, truly She's got parents tolerance Okay, now that was Land of Rubberman with Unwrapped. What do you think of that? Very nice. I cannot believe all, I mean, 
practically everything here is a new release this week. Yeah, it is. Next up, we have a new release. This isn't out until the 23rd of July. It will be on pre-save, so please have a look. This is the guys from Uno Mass with their new one, We Believe. She got me high I can't help myself and die I feel it right there in her kiss She's the one I'm gonna miss Oh my girl, she's got me high And I could say great But it's cold and it's dark with the lights out
girl, she got me lost A thousand seas she's roamed across And I could never make her stay Guess that's why she went away Oh my girl, she got me lost And I could say great But it's cold and it's dark with the lights out Okay, now that was our friend Lottie, who is going to be up on the porch here in a couple of weeks. And her new one, Lights Out, and that one is going to be out on the 23rd as well. I can't believe the, you know, the, the amount of stuff that's been out this week, that's coming up. It's, oh, mm-hmm. so exciting. So exciting. Um, and who have we got up next? We've got up Something in the Water by the Jack, Jack Fletcher Band.
Now that was Under My Skin by Cobbler and Natalie Miranda. 
And can you believe it? It is that time again. Every week. Every week. We have to just declare that it's the end of the show. It's never actually the end of the show. It's just a pause till next week. <laughs> the music always goes on. <laughs> um, just for us. Never ending, isn't it? But we love it. So what am I going to leave you with? These are all new. I can't tell you how many we've had in the show this week. Um, it's just been such a great week for music. And such a great week for us. And from the Holler and Earthbirds with their first announcements of Patrick Jordan and the lovely Nicholas Chapman. I just think that's amazing. And we had Heavy North. Yes, and we had the Heavy North. I mean, come on. (laughs) It not get much bigger than this as a week goes, does it really? We are going to be leaving you guys this week with Yellow Light by Katie Titch. There's No Telling You by Ashley Stacey. And where it begins, Lee Ford. Thank you all so much for joining us this week. And remember, first and foremost, be kind to each other. Be kind to each other. Be truthful. Have fun. Support each other. Hold each other up. Enjoy the music. Wait for the sunshine. And tomorrow's another day. We'll see you next week. We will. See you next week, guys.
To the floor in the rain 